Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 67. It's not how you start, it's how you show up. And I wanted to do this episode here going into a new week. I thought this would be very helpful for you guys. Uh, And it actually came about because I was reading a story online about an NBA basketball player, Jimmy Butler of the Miami Heat. And I want to read you real quick just the a few of the facts, if you will. Um, and it prompted me to think about, well, excuse me, the fa- a few of the facts, a few of his points of his story, the origin of the story, right? And then it prompted me to think about, it really does truly show you it's not how you start in life later on at any point in time. It's how you show up to the game every single day, right? Um, And I bring this up before I jump into the story and then a few of my own thoughts about it is because often um, people may think, and this may be you, you know, I think we all deal with this at different times, that like depending on where you're at is where you're going. And that's not the case. And that's why I always say you have to really tie yourself to a mission. You are the mission, really. So so Jimmy Butler, it says here, at age 13, Jimmy Butler's mother kicked him out of the house. Butler had no parent to turn to, no place to call home, and no money in his pocket. He stayed with friends in the Houston suburb of Tomball, Texas, for as long as he could. Usually within a few weeks, he was moving to a new place. It wasn't until around his senior year of high school when he found a home. Through it all, basketball became his life. It's how he met uh, Jordan Leslie. The two became best friends, and with Jordan inviting Jimmy over to play video games and stay the night. At the start, Jimmy was only allowed to stay for one or two nights at a time, but after a few months, Leslie's mother, Michelle Lampert, told Butler he could stay for good. With the support of Leslie's family, Butler became a star for the Tomball High School uh, Cougars, but it wasn't enough to draw attention from colleges he hoped for. Butler took the only route he could and enrolled at a nearby Tyler Junior College. After one season, Jimmy transferred to Marquette. By the end of his senior year, he had made himself into an NBA prospect. In 2011, the Bulls selected him with the last pick of the first round. Fast forward 12 years later, Butler scored 98 points in two games to help the Heat become just the sixth, eighth seed to ever upset a number one. He says, I gave her, I give her the credit for helping me become who I am. I love her. You would think that she gave me birth. I talk to her every morning. She's very loving. That's my family. That's Michelle Lambert. She is my mom. All right. I had chills, uh, especially towards the end when he said that, um, there's a lot going on in this post. There is or in this story, for me at least, and I wanted to share a lot of thoughts. A couple of key points to to you know that he's kicked out of a home, right? So there's that. He you know starts playing basketball, but he doesn't really draw any attention, so he ends up in junior college. He then ends up having to play from junior college into college, a, a good college. Marquette's a good school for basketball, and then from there, you know 
is looked at. I mean, the first round of the NBA is still great to be picked in, but it's the last pick of the first round. Why is that important to pay attention to all those things? It's because how it looks is not how it ended up for him. In fact, how it looks, you could almost say it kept him in the game even more. So, um, I mean, I guess, you know, I had a few thoughts and maybe I'll jump to that one first, but, um, you know, I said, don't attach yourself to how things should look. You never know how the pieces will come together. First of all, you know, he, he ended up with another family that became his family. Don't attach your things to how, don't attach yourself to how things should look. He went to junior college. Don't attach yourself to how things should look. He then went into uh, college and then ended up, you know, in the NBA, but he was picked the last pick of the first round of the draft. Don't attach yourself to how things should look. This is 12 years later, but let's not, let's not discount the previous years in college and the previous years in high school. We have to give ourselves grace when it comes to timing. There's so many thoughts and feelings about the mission and that things should happen right away and how they should look and how perfect they should be. And, you know, if I do this, this will happen. You need the flexibility for the vision to unfold beautifully. And what I mean by that, and I was asked this in an interview recently, which is I said, my vision is very clear, but I don't attach myself to all the things because I don't know what I don't know yet. And I want God to deliver everything in accordance with its timing. My goal is just to show up every single day. That's so key. You cannot like, cause if, if you're attached to how things should look, you're going to miss the blessings right in front of you happening all the time. So that's one thing. That's one of the points I want to bring up. Another thought that came to me too was your circumstances don't have to be perfect to start. In fact, this makes to a second point more often than not, when you have nothing, everything else is something rock bottom has built more champions than not is what JK Rowling said, right? The, the creator of Harry Potter, your circumstances don't have to be perfect to start. In fact, most of the time when they're not, you, you, you begin to think that if you have nothing that everything else is something I have no place to go but up I have to get in the game I have to do something not everybody takes that approach not everybody takes that perspective and yes sometimes it goes in the opposite direction and that's really unfortunate because your talent is meant to come out especially when you feel like you have nothing that's where creativity can be cultivated from places you didn't even really know to seek before it just comes out of you at that point because you're you're trying to make something in a very present state happen that next step whatever that is even if it's to get your next meal in his case or a home so and then when i thought about your circumstances don't have to be perfect to start you know you hear a lot of um aspirational people talk about this and successful people that more often than not and most quote-unquote success stories, and I, and I say quote-unquote because success is going to be another episode I want to talk about because we need to redefine that word, but most people who ended up cultivating their life to a place that seemed very aspirational came from really tough starts. And I don't mean like just from whether it's the home or, I mean, or it could be broke or it could be health, or it could be any number of things. Why? You know, and a lot of aspirational people will sometimes, some of the um, people online have said, well, you know, when you statistically look, sometimes when people who have actually more, 
uh, then provided for as a start. Sometimes it's actually a comfort zone that they're almost afraid of failing. They're almost afraid of taking a risk, you know, because they already have something and and a multitude of other reasons. And you hear this actually often, and I've known quite a few people like that. I, I also attribute my father, God bless him, to being like, listen, son, I love you. Make a million, lose a million, make a million again. Whatever you do with your life, whatever it is, you have to figure that out. I cannot do it for you. You have a home you can return to when you want to have a cooked meal and you need, you know, to connect with family, but go figure it out, you know? And I really love him for that. God rest his soul because he was very much like, he didn't, he didn't, you know, whether he knew he was doing it or not, his soul was definitely so intricate in guiding my life because it was very much of like, you're going to feel better about how you figure out your life. You'll feel it more. You'll earn it. It'll just be different. It'll be yours to cultivate. And I love and appreciate him for that. Third point from this story that I want to share, tie yourself to a mission. Even if that mission is simply you. You do not have to have your purpose all figured out, but you do have to be moving to have something to figure out. You don't have to be this grandiose, I'm going to save the world. I'm going to do all these things. In fact, most of the things that just so you guys are aware that I'm doing, it's only because I'm innately curious about our individuality, our uniqueness, our talents and gifts, carving our own path. I'm, I'm uniquely interested and curious about how the way I decided to go about things and the freedom that comes from that, I want other people to feel it. So I like talking about it. I like writing about it. I like exploring it. You know, um, the niche is you is a very big part of my mission because the more people trust themselves, the more you trust yourself, the more the things that are ailing you internally or externally, they just start to disappear. You, you become less attached to it because you're like, no, actually, I got this and no, I'll figure it out. And no, I'm having fun with it. And no, like, this is tough, but I can work through it. You just you just start trusting yourself more. Right. So I, I say tie yourself to a mission, even if that mission is simply you. He tied himself. Jimmy Butler tied himself to this mission of like. All right, first, let me figure out me. Let me, let me, let me get a place. Let me get a meal. Let me get something. Then he tied himself to basketball and he stuck with it. He just kept showing up going back to that point about don't attach yourself to how things should look. You know, I mean, you can feel like you're being overlooked, but I implore you to look at your situation, your journey, as you keep building, you're still further than where you started. I can tell you that 100%. I'm that person too. Listen, like there's a lot of times I've been overlooked and I don't, it doesn't matter to me. I love what I do and I love doing it for all of you and with you and as community. Like I love how I'm building and doing things. And the more fun I have that actually the greater and the faster my things grow because it was never about anybody else anyway. So even if you feel like you're overlooked, it won't ever matter because it's not about them or anybody in the first place. So to my next point, be willing to make the journey. There are also people waiting for you to show up so they can help you. That's how God shows you he's working with you. Be willing to make the journey. There are people waiting for you to show up so they can help you. Now, previously I said, you know, yeah, you may feel overlooked at times. There's also people 
who are wait. They are part. They are. It's like a soul contract with you. They are here to help you. They are a part of the mission. You don't even know it. And they and and unless you're moving, will you even feel them? You know, I mean, will you be able to receive them into your world? You have to keep moving. Even when things are very stagnant, try something different. Because as you keep moving, as you keep showing up, so too do the people and the opportunities that are your next steps. And if you don't attach yourself to how things should look, which he didn't, right? Jimmy Butler didn't. And then he ends up with this incredible family, this incredible mother who wasn't his biological mother. So, you know, there are people that are going to come into your life along the way that just are going to see in you what your mission is about, even if you are struggling at the moment to understand what your mission is about. And I'm going to tell you, that's that's at every level of the game. I know why I'm doing what I'm doing, but I have to tell you, there have been some people that have come into my life that literally, some, you know, I've had, all, I've had a, a few friends that were really like, I need you to win. I mean, that's literally, you know, like the first thing said to me, I love what you stand for. I need you to win. And I like, I'm going to tell you, actually, I get a little choked up when I think about it um, because that's God. That's that's to me, that's God, because when you are in the moments and you are building like I just told you that story, that's like a 15, 20 year story, right? It's both a short and a long game. Time can go by very fast, but at the same time, it can feel very slow. And so can repetition and the mundane and the showing up. And there are moments that those people show up in your life where they really help facilitate a good season of the journey and may even be with you for life. And I'm actually noticing the ones that come in are for life. Some may come in for just a season to play a role, but you will have others that will come in for life. So I want you to keep that in mind. Another point I want to bring up about the story is what's in your head before you start and what's in your head after you start are two very different games. The former makes up things. The latter is what is actually happening and guiding you. Um, perspective. When you are not in the game, you can mess with yourself. You can think of all kinds of different things that may or may not be true. And even if they were true, if it's not in the light, it's not hell, it, it's not real. When you are in the game and you are you, you're you start the <clears throat> the things that you might mess with yourself with shift. You still can mess with yourself. It still happens, you know. Um, I'm still, you know, innately wanting to, to to move certain things sometimes faster than I realize, oh, wait, I'm actually going pretty fast, you know. So, um, but the confidence, the reliance, the buildup of doing the work is a very different game and it calms your head. In fact, that's why there's a lot of studies that show when you feel stagnant, get up and go do something, anything. If you're hitting a, a creative roadblock, get up, go for a walk, go for a hike, go do something, go for a workout, go for a swim, go into the sun, anything, go breathe, go meditate. 
because when you are in the process of movement, that's what's actually, that's life actually happening. And it, it can calm your mind. It can calm your nervous system. But, you know, ultimately that the, these are basically the six points that I wanted to bring up is that it's not how you start. It's how you show up. Right. So just to recap, your circumstances don't have to be perfect to start. More often than not, when you have nothing, everything else is something. Tie yourself to a mission, even if that mission is simply you. Be willing to make the journey. There are people waiting for you to show up so they can help you. That's how God shows you he's working with you as well. What's in your head before you start and what's in your head after you start are two very different games. And don't attach yourself to how things should look. You never know how the pieces will come together. So listen, we are human and we want to know how it's all going to turn out. You know, you, you never really know how it's going to turn out. You just may be unsure because of a timing issue. But like, listen, if you are doing something every single day, let, let, me, let me ask you this. And I want you to ponder on this before I let you go. If you're working out every single day for even just a short period of time and you decide I'm going to just keep doing this for the next three years, you know, you know what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen. You know the answer. You do. You can't say that you don't. You know the answer. And you're actually physically seeing a tangible result. Now, when you're thinking in terms of a mission, I think the hard part for a lot of people, and I get it, I've been there, is time is this funny concept that we're not sure of usually the when, um, you know, uh, but uh, it is a matter of when, not if. And uh, it, it's invisible, right? Because you're doing the things, but you're like, but when, <laughs> you know, give yourself the time for the when to show up. And it won't matter what your beginning looks like. You just have to like get over it and get in the game and then just show up. I am on year 24 of the internet. I'm on year um, nine of building my own stuff online. Year seven of my first podcast. Year one of my second podcast. I'm on year like three two, three of my newsletter. I'm on year 20 something for my writing, you know, and I'm on year, what, four for my health and wellness for like, in terms of like shaping my body and figuring that out, you have to give yourself time. And I can accurately tell you you find peace in the journey. You really do. There are moments that you feel like you are in a dark night of hell. <laughs> There's that reality too. But I have truly found that there were people who showed up at the exact right time that I needed them to remind me of exactly you're on track. You're on track. You're on track. You're on track. And um, I'm forever grateful. And then after a while, you just hit a, a stride that just, you go, yeah, no, nah, I just know. I know. I know what I know what I know what I know. And then that starts snowballing and compounding, and you couldn't even stop it if you tried. So I wanted you to have this episode going into the week. Um, it's not how you start. It's how you show up. Just show up for one thing, even if it's for five minutes this week. It will definitely change your direction. I appreciate you guys for always tuning in. 
Uh, thank you as always. Uh, please leave a written review and five star rating on Apple. It helps expand the show. I want more people to come into our community and um, just trust themselves. So I appreciate you guys. Until next episode, I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in, and you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.